At Armstrong, your connectivity is backed by local technicians, our 24-7 network operations team, and our 24-7 customer service center. Armstrong, unmatched employees, unmatched customer care, unmatched fiber network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Armstrong and Lulu podcast. I'm your host, Seth Prentice. And today, I'm joined by Sammy Bartek, Director of Communications and Strategic Partnerships for Family Guidance. Sammy, welcome to the show. Hi, Seth. Thanks for having me. Hey, Sammy. It's a, a, such a such a pleasure to have you on today. Um, you know, I had the opportunity probably late December, early January to finally get to know what Family Guidance is, but you're one of those organizations that... You're a little gem in this area, and I think people need to really hear your full story. So I thank you for taking your time to be here with us today, Um, and we'll get into family guidance. But first, why don't we get to know you and what you do for family guidance as well? So let's get to know Sammy. Yeah, sure. So um, I started with family guidance almost two years ago now, but I do communications here, which is a wide range of um, different things. It's become a wide range of different things involving um, talking to donors on a daily basis, um, managing gifts on a weekly basis, uh, along with our mass emails that go out weekly or bi-weekly, social media, and anything from helping our camp director or our director of mentoring um, with any communication pieces at all. So that being said, it also comes with a little bit um, of marketing as well, I guess with print pieces, social media. Um, So it's a lot. And also our events throughout the year, which we have two large fundraisers, one in the spring and one in the fall that I help to lead alongside our executive director, Allison Sveda. Well, and and Allison's a delight. And make sure you tell her I said hello because uh, her and I were uh, able to sit down and speak for a while. And, uh, you know, without the two of you, I don't know how this organization would run. And now hearing how many hats that you wear, I'm pretty certain that's 100% true. (laughs) Well, thank you. And I will tell her. Well, so now that we've learned about you and everything that you do for Family Guidance, why don't we get to know what is Family Guidance? Sure. So Family Guidance was founded in 1964. We actually just had our 58th anniversary on March 3rd. So that being said, it started with the core being the mentoring program that has evolved over time. Um, But the one-to-one mentoring is a huge part of what we do at Family Guidance alongside with Promise Camp, which is in the summer. So why don't we start there? Why don't we start first with the the mentoring and then we'll get into the, the camp program. So what is the the mentoring program? Sure. So um, our one-to-one mentoring program is year-round, and it's basically, um, we offer two different types of mentoring, but basically it's an adult mentor who we train, vet out, um, and they get supervision throughout the whole time, and we partner with them basically, and they talk to their mentor supervisor on a weekly basis, if not daily, um, and we match them with a kid that they think that we think that they would be great with. Um, But that being said, we have two different versions of our mentoring program, one being community-based and one being site-based. Community-based is the more popular one, but that being said, community-based just offers a little bit more flexibility to both the mentor and the mentee. 
So the mentor has to commit to a few hours every week to spend time with their mentee. Uh, and they can do things in the mentor's home, like baking cookies, uh, going for a walk, or they could go to a pirate game, go to a museum, anything uh, like that. And then site-based is a little bit more structured. So if the mentor has a busy work schedule, maybe they meet with their mentee every Tuesday at noon for lunch at school. So that's the two different versions we provide. The community-based one definitely offers a little bit more flexibility to see um, the kid that they get matched with. But that all being said too, the children that they get matched with and the children we work with with camp and mentoring are ages six to 17. Um, and they come from all over the Pittsburgh region, but mainly neighborhoods like Aliquippa, the North Side, Homewood, and Wilkinsburg. Not, um, yeah, 90% of the kids that we serve are living at or below the poverty line, and then 80% come from single-parent homes. So this kind of help, helps to fill a little bit of a gap there, especially with the single-parent home. It just mm-hmm. gives that uh, a child a little more of an opportunity to have a little extra um, stability. Just, yeah. And that's a great word stability in that person's life. Yep. Stability and provides consistency, which I think yeah. every kid needs regardless of circumstances. And Allison was able to share a story of one of the students that went through your program and she was able to graduate. And yep. I believe she spoke you know, recently and just brought the room to tears, but um, yep you know, what your program is able to do is successful and, you know, people, you need people to help make this program be successful, but you show, you have so much proof that, you know, if you can just get some mentors to be there for the, the students, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the, the rest will, will work itself out. Mm-hmm. And Alice probably shared with you, but the average um, like national mentor mentee relationship or match usually lasts around nine months and ours is three and a half years is our average wow yeah that's incredible so we like every may and june matches graduate if the um if the teenager is 17 18 graduating from high school they'll graduate and a lot of those usually are like six seven year matches wow so they do become a very significant and important part of their lives and then they become friends after all of that time as well and, and I'm sure when we get to the part of, you know, how people can get involved, this is going to be one of the, one of those pieces, but you know, is there something that you really look for out of a mentor besides, you know, having the availability to be there, but also making sure in your own schedule that you also make this a priority of uh, being there for that student on a weekly basis, you know, week in and week out so that that student can count, start to count on, know uh, you showing up Mm -hmm. yep and it's a big commitment for the mentor but I mean it is so rewarding and that is what we find out at all of these events where we like from my perspective and Allison's where we get to see the mission in action um, it's always seems like it is a very rewarding for almost more so the mentor than it is the mentee at the end of the day oh that's incredible Now, uh, your other program is the camp program. Why don't we get to learn more about that? Sure. So we have Promise Camp, uh, which is located out in Clinton, PA. So if you're familiar with like the Pittsburgh area, that's out by the airport. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have 114 acres out there. So it's a large camp facility. And so in the summer is when we do host Promise Camp. But in the off season, you can rent Promise Camp as well. Uh, It's 
each rented out to outside groups like churches or schools, um, sports teams to use the facilities and stuff. But camp this summer for 2022 is six weeks long, which is an extra week from last year. Um, and it's running June 26th to August 4th. So we're hoping we can serve close to 400 kids, which would be amazing. Um, and That's a lot incredible. of those kids aren't even ones that are in our mentoring program. So that is something that we're working on bridging the two together and having more mentees come to Promise Camp and, and vice versa. So what does a typical week look like? Because I'm guessing each student comes only for one week at a time and then everyone rotates. Yep. So the different sessions are broken down into different age ranges. So there's like the eight to 12, um, 12 to 15, 15 to 17 range. Um, camp lasts Sunday night, well, Sunday through Thursday, and it's an overnight camp. So they stay out in the cabins. Um, they have two counselors. Each little cabin looks like six campers to two counselors. So it's a very relational camp because that's a three to one ratio camper to counselor. Um, that being said, it's a very relational camp. So they do spend a lot of time with those counselors and those counselors really pour into them throughout the weeks and create deep relationships with them. But a typical day would look like morning devotionals to breakfast, uh, normal camp activities throughout the day, like swimming. Um, we have ropes courses and a lot of different activities within the woods. Um, and then at night, there's always worship. We have arts and crafts time, stuff like that. I'm guessing these students get a lot out of this. Yeah, I think so too. And we provide each camper with a Bible, a blanket, and then clothes and items that we collect throughout the year too. So if they come and they need a new pair of sneakers because theirs are too small, we can usually provide them with all of the things that they would need for the week. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, I believe Allison and I had the conversation that, you know, for most of these kids, this would be the first time that they might be leave, leaving the city to go to something like this. So Yeah, I think know, it is like a little bit of culture shock too to some of them to sleep out in the woods in these open air cabins where it's completely silent and you can hear the birds and nature and everything else. So it's definitely a big adjustment. And, and you guys are providing this where not many organizations have the opportunity to provide something like this. So you're very unique. Yeah. And um, based off of donor gifts that we receive throughout the year and stuff, most campers are able to go for just $30 for the whole week. Wow. Yeah. So that's a huge blessing that we've, we've had. Now, are you starting to sign up students now or is there a, a certain time frame? you know, say someone might know of a, mm -hmm. a family that could have a student that would uh, be interested in attending? Sure. So um, registration did open online last week, actually. And then we have like a larger mailing I'll be doing later this month um, to past and future campers. Um, where Perfect. they'll get all of the components and be able to register um, paper too if they can't do it online. Now, 2020, you might not have been able to see a camp because of uh, the pandemic, but mm -hmm. uh, were you guys able to host a camp in some form last year? Yeah, we did. And it was, oh. it was successful. We did five weeks of camp and it went smoothly. So hoping oh, for more campers this year, just since things have died down a little bit more with the did, pandemic and everything. Did you get to partake in any of the camp to see it? Yeah. Uh, hands-on. Yeah, yeah, I did, which was great because that was one of the first things I got to see hands-on. And it was the first time I got to meet some of the kids too that we actually serve. So I was out there once or twice a week, but um, I, I would do social media out there. So 
I did get to engage with a lot of the kids and the counselors. Um, we did like get to know you sessions on Instagram every week with a counselor where I would highlight one and then getting to see the kids too. And I took a photographer out there so we could get new content for website and marketing pieces and everything. So it was, it was great to interact with them. Do you have any special story that you're going to take away, especially it being the first time you've gone that, uh, you know, just helps prove what you do on a daily basis? I mean, I think it's pretty telling what you had kind of mentioned, how we can give them and provide them with things that they need. And so a lot of the girls even show up just from a female perspective and they don't have um, you know, a swimsuit or sports bras or flip flops and things that, you know, my mom would send me to camp when I was younger. So yeah. being able to see uh, like us being able to provide them with new things too. And the excitement they got out of that, even like a beach towel. And stuff that they can keep then in the long run and take home. So I think it was, it was great to kind of see that too. Now, and it really touches your heart when, you know, sometimes the things that we all take for granted Mm -hmm. um, is actually a big deal to those that, you know, Mm -hmm. that's the first time they've ever received something like that. Oh yeah. Even like the pool is a big, is a big hit at camp as well. Uh, That you guys are doing great things. Let me tell you. Um, So Let's get into how can people get involved? Because I know your organization depends on having volunteers and people to, uh, to help assist to you know, reach your mission. Sure. So uh, lots of different ways you can get involved. First off is being a mentor. Um, you can go to our website to get more information on that, but we always need more mentors. I think we have around 175 plus kids on the waiting list right now. Wow. Yeah. So that would be the first and foremost. Uh, also, if anybody out there knows counselors or college age students that would want to get involved at a summer camp or have a summer job, we are always looking for camp staff as well for the summer sessions. Um, also, renting camp is also an option to giving back to our, our ministry and what we do. So if anybody would ever want to rent camp as well, they can talk to me about that. And we rent that in the entire off season. Um, also done in a day projects. If anybody wants to get their church involved, you can come out to camp and we would work something out or maybe we need a wall painted or we need a cabin cleaned or um, flowers planted by the entrance, anything like that. So got a lot of hands-on options that way, but of course giving too. So whether that's, gifts of money or in the spring, I really push gifts um, through promise camp or for campers, which involve the things I mentioned before, which is, I mean, I have a whole list here, but it's from socks to tennis shoes to underwear, sports bras, flip-flops, toothpaste, toothbrushes, anything like that. So we get a lot of donations like that in the spring prior to the lead up before camp. Um, and I'm going to share it all on your website in the podcast notes, but it is familyguidance.net. Yep. Is the full list of what you guys look for on your website itself, or do you have an Amazon page set up that people can go and look to see what you need? Yes, Amazon charity page. And if anybody would want the full list too, they can reach out to me and okay. I can provide them with that too. Well, I'm going to include all of your contact information as well so that people can reach out directly. And I actually want to make sure. Uh, we follow up after the show because I think your 
projects out at the camp might make a, a great uh couple hours for us to help and give back especially since we have you know the phone system down in clinton so yeah uh, oh, that would be, that'd be great denny and i will be meeting here later this week so i'm gonna pitch this to him and maybe we can figure something out and oh, yeah. uh, a couple of us will come out plant flowers or uh, see yeah. what we can do so yeah i don't know yeah that would be great i'm trying to get more churches that are more organizations involved with that because i think it's a good way for people to give um give their time if they can't actually you know, give no. another ways. No, this is great. I appreciate that. I know that you do have uh, events coming up that yep. people can also help with. So uh, why don't we talk about your big event coming up here on April 8th? Yeah, sure. So that is our spring celebration. We are doing it at the Heinz History Center this year, which is the first time we have ever done our um, spring event there. So it is April 8th. It starts at six o'clock and it'll run until around 915 but the first hour will be um, like a cocktail hors d'oeuvres hour, and then it'll lead up to dinner, which we are on the fifth floor for dinner. Should have a great view of the city at night. And the program um, after dinner will involve meeting a mentor-mentee match in our one-to-one mentoring program. And I'm doing, Allison will be doing a little interview with them. That's really cool. Yeah, so it should be good to hear from them. But that is our, that is our big event coming up this spring, so I'm looking forward to it. And I'm guessing all proceeds help not only the mentor program, do, does some of it go to the camp program as well? Um, depending. So there will be different auction items, which it's an online auction. And if you don't even attend the event, you can see the auction on your phone. Um, it'll open two weeks prior to the event and then close that day. But there's, you can buy some things for camp specifically, but all proceeds just go to family guidance and the overall. That works. Okay. Yep. And I know that you're one of the ones that uh, isn't racing to have a golf outing at the beginning of the year. But you're <laughs> one of the ones that likes to end the year uh, with a golf outing. <laughs> That's right. So our golf outing is Monday, October 3rd, it's, and it's at Longview Club this year again. So we've had great golf outings there in the past. But yeah, it's the end of the season. So it's a little ways away, but that is our big fall fundraiser that we do every year. Well, we'll make sure to help promote uh, both events for you so we can get that out there to the community and hopefully, you know, sell some more tables for your event here on April 8th and mm-hmm. get a few extra tickets sold as well as I think you're providing uh, one of those opportunities. If you haven't attended the Heinz History Center for a fundraising event, it's a grand opportunity you know, go out, see the city. The museum itself is, you know, fantastic too. So uh, all in all, it just makes for a, a wonderful night. Yep. Yep. No, that'd be great. Thanks. No, of course. Anything else you'd like to share with us today, Sammy? No, I think that's everything. Um, anybody can go to familyguidance.net slash donate as well, which is our donation portal. But no, that is that is everything. Well, if you ever need anything, Sammy, please reach out to us. You know, we're here. If you'd like to come on the podcast to talk golf for 15, 20 minutes, we could easily do that later <laughs> here this year. But uh, maybe we'll do something where, you know, maybe I'll come out and we do something, a little segment on the camp, you know, yeah. from the camp itself, uh, just to, you know, get that experience because I think it's one of those opportunities that uh, it's so unique and you're doing so many great things for these kids. Um, mm-hmm. that, you know, please continue to do so because this is something that's very vital and, uh, you know, opportunities like that, uh, don't come up, uh, for everyone and you're providing it for kids that really do need it. 
Thanks. Well, yeah, if you guys ever wanted a tour of Camp Allison and I do those throughout the summer too, so you can meet the kids and come out and see it in action. Well, that's great. Hey, thank you so much again. For more information on Family Guidance, please check out familyguidance.net. For Armstrong in the Loop podcast, I'm Seth Prentice, keeping you in the loop. Are you enjoying Armstrong in the Loop podcast? Great news. All past and current episodes are available on popular streaming apps and websites. Search Armstrong in the Loop podcast and subscribe today. When it comes to internet service, you get it all with Zoom from Armstrong. There's unlimited data for unlimited downloads, low latency for seamless streaming and gaming, plus an unmatched fiber network for speeds that can't be beat. Find out for yourself. Go to armstrongonewire.com slash zoom and get high-speed internet for as low as $34.95 a month. No contracts, no hidden fees, just internet made easy. That's Zoom Internet from Armstrong.